Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Uh, Ken Smollen is a poverty campaigner who has received a distressing email from a family in Blarney who wished to remain anonymous. And Ken is on the line now. Morning to you, Ken. Good morning, guys. Ken, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to read out a little bit of the email just to give our listeners an opportunity just to see the, the, the situation, to see life for this family as it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the, the, and I'll, I'll read it as, as I have it here. Hi, Ken. I'm so embarrassed texting you this message, but I am desperate. My name is XXXX. I'm living in Blarney, County Cork, renting privately as my landlord won't accept HAP. My rent is 750 a month for a two-bed house. I have been struggling for a while now, but this month is the worst. My rent is due tomorrow, so I will have to go out without food for me and the kids in order to keep a roof over our heads. The house is so damp and cold, but it's all I can get and all I can afford at the present. I'm actually sitting here crying my eyes out writing this message to you. I don't want people knowing my name as I have never been as embarrassed as I am right now. I feel like a complete failure to my kids knowing they're hungry and I can't feed them. I'm attaching pictures of one of the small bedrooms to show the damp conditions we live in. It needs extra heating to heat, which means more debt from me. Sorry for ranting on. If you could point me in the direction of anyone who could help us, I would be forever grateful. I would like to remain anonymous, please. My heart broke when I read this, Ken, and I'm sure one of the things that struck me, apart from the sheer helplessness that this man feels, the fact that he feels so embarrassed actually writing to you, is is this quite common? It was That, that was actually a lady, Garrett. Right. And, um, when you say is this common, um, in the meantime, I'd say I have received maybe five, maybe six very distressing emails of a similar nature um, or messages because I get messages either on WhatsApp or on text message or on, on Facebook, on Messenger and, and emails as well. Um, now I get requests for, for help from food that, you know, that there are simply basically requests that, please, Ken, can you help me? We have no food in the house or we have three children or four children or whatever. But um, a lot of them are very distressing. And these are happening every single day, Gareth, from all around the country. And um, it's from people from all walks of life. In, in, in the last four or five months in particular, um, a lot of nurses and, and healthcare staff 
um, nurses and, and, and supporting staff in the hospitals have also contacted me um, in relation to they're experiencing food poverty and heating poverty as well. They, they have to make a choice between heating their homes or feeding themselves and their families. Now, there's a huge amount of women, especially, purposely going hungry one day a week, two days a week, or even three days a week, eating nothing, maybe drinking tea and nothing else, because that's all they have there. They're trying to make sure that their children have something to eat, that they're not going to bed hungry, or that they're going to school and that they're not hungry. There are so many children out there who are going to school hungry, and children will always be very loyal to their parents, because embarrassment forces parents to ask their children not to tell anybody that they got nothing to eat. Now, some teachers are very good in the schools and they will try to keep an eye on kids and they will ask children, you know, are you okay for something? And the, the, the child will say, no, I got something to eat this morning, even though they may not have got anything to eat from the previous day. Um, it's a shocking situation out there, Gareth. It's, it's, it's really the new pandemic, or whether when I say it's a new pandemic, it's one that's there. I've been doing this since the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. I was a member of Angarashi Akana. I retired in 2012. And I knew at that stage, I could see myself from visiting families that a lot of families were in a bad condition and in a bad situation. And much of it stemmed from the financial crash of more than a decade ago now, where people are going without food just to keep the roof over their heads. And the, the, the recent rise in the, the cost of living, um, the, the huge rise in rents and the mortgage uh, interest rates going up, that has put awful pressure on people. So many thousands of people are going without the basics and will never, ever look for help because of fears of embarrassment or, or shame or, or, or loss of pride or whatever. They don't want anybody to know. And that's actually happening with some um, couples as well. We'll say women will not really tell their partners if they're going without food. Um, it, it's a very hidden crisis and nothing has been done about it. But it is growing. And my biggest fear would be what will people in a situation like this resort to? Unfortunately, 11 people uh, over the last two years that I, that I visit with, with supplies of food, 11 families have suffered the loss of someone through suicide. And um, that, you know, it, it, there's awful pressure on people. And, you know, seven of those 11 uh, people were, were women that took their own lives, all young women with young children. Um, it, it's, it's affecting every county. Like, we have 1,238, oh, sorry, 1,200, I was looking at the numbers this morning, 1,243 families on our list now. But I know by this evening, I'll, I'll have another two or three maybe. Yeah. Now, some days, nobody will contact me. No new person will contact me asking for help. But there are days when five or six different families contact me asking for help. We can only really cover, I, I cover County Offaly and our surrounding counties of Westmead and Leash and, and some of Galway and Tipperary and, and some of Kildare as well and the likes of Roscommon and even into Longford. But thankfully we have teams set up now, two different teams set up in County Leash, a team in Westmead in Athlone and um, a team in Longford as well, trying to get to these people because a lot of it we have to 
get the trust of these people. We have to ensure confidentiality because if people are, are, are embarrassed, well, they won't want to talk to anybody. Many people will not want to talk to the local charity the well-known charity that's all around the country, simply because there's local volunteers yeah. working in these places, and pe- that they're afraid that people will talk. Um, and that's why, since 2016, I simply guarantee uh, that, that everything will be totally confidential to these people, not even the people who help me to pack bags, to collect food. To, to uh, I'm the only one that delivers it. No, there's another gentleman that delivers it with me as well. But we have to guarantee total confidentiality. Nobody that packs bags knows exactly where I go with that food. Mm. And that's the way I have to keep it because we have to find these people. There are so many children. There's hundreds of thousands. And people get it hard to believe this. Um, I was contacted by the grandson son of a former Minister for Health, Dr. Noel Brown. Um, his name is Glenn Carraher. Um, he was involved in research in NUIG back in 2018. And he told me that the figures I was working from, which came from research in 2013, were wrong. Because the original figures I was working from was from research done by two trade unions, United Mandate, which said there were 600,000 people on the island of Ireland that didn't have enough food to eat. He told me two years ago that, that it was in excess of 750,000 that they found. But he contacted me recently and said, Ken, I don't know whether we have reached it or gone above it, but we're at the million mark. A million? Yeah, and there, there are only six and a half million people on this island, approximately. Now, that does include the, the, the six counties in the north. But yeah. if we're talking about six and a half million, there's a million people going without adequate supplies of food every day. And nothing has been said or done about that. Um, you know, and, and if the government admitted that, they'd be admitting to abject failure. Because the basic, you know, the most basic necessity for people is that you have something to eat and that children have something to eat. And half of those numbers, at least half, is children going without uh, adequate supplies of food. That's shameful. As young as, young as Ken? Th- oh, babies. Babies. babies, yeah. My you God. know, the, um, no. Thankfully, I, I work with them. I can't deal with baby food or baby clothes. A lot of people are very generous and they offer different things. I can't deal with baby food and formula and clothes. Mm. Um, but I do work closely with an organisation called Gianna Care, and they help mothers, babies, and young children with food and clothes. So if I come across a family that needs help like that, I will contact Gianna Care, um, of course, with the permission of the family concerned, and they will then look after that family um, that, that has babies. Ken, stay where you are. I just want to let everyone know there, there's a, been a huge response to this in the last eight or nine minutes. We're getting a lot of calls from Blarney residents who want to help this family, so we will come back to that. Katrina Toomey at Cork Penny Dillis is on. Morning to you, Katrina. Morning. How are you? I'm I'm well. I'm shocked. I I really really am. Um, mm-hmm. And in in another way, I'm partly not shocked. And I'm sure. I think what probably shocks you is that the last ten days have been the toughest ever. Am I right in thinking that? Absolutely. And you know, we we had Christmas, and a lot of people would think that everything comes on up at Christmas. Like the Russian people are worried about stuff, but it's after Christmas. And this year. The cost of living has impacted after Christmas for so many more families. So our numbers have increased at the minute. We have lads on the road now delivering hampers. 
and uh, you know I, I know Ken I spoke to Ken on the phone before and he helped a family out of the country for us and we did the same for him down here so like if anybody knows of any family that's hungry they can contact us we will go there and we will respond to those calls so there is no need for anyone to be worried embarrassed and the same for us we're very confidential in what we do like you know we, we don't even have to ask them their name like you know they'll give us a name people think that maybe they might have to spill their guts to us like if they're looking for hampers and stuff but they don't you know if they're short of food they're short of food we accept it we understand it and we'll do something to help and at the minute like we're we're serving over 1,000 dinners every day and we're giving out over 1,000 survival bags which is extra food for people to, to, to have throughout the day and the evening time so that they don't go hungry and they have water and juice and fruit and all of that so we try to take everything into consideration and we sit we plan uh, and we just get to it and we do it you know we're we're grafters we work hard but what we're seeing is that the dynamic has changed we have people who were once okay who were once you know are in their own home they're worried now about being evicted from their own home because their mortgage is crippling them their rents are crippling them you have people working one job two jobs and they're still being crippled and they're being backed into a corner and again you know what happens when, when when that happens our suicide rates increase very shortly you'll see you know Park City missing persons out searching you know for people this is the way it happens and it's a pattern but it's one that we keep talking about and one that we keep saying and one that the government is totally ignoring if one person loses their life as a result of just not having enough money to, to pay their rent or pay their mortgage or to buy food for their families it's it's way it's one too many mental health has gone out of control in this country it's hurting not just the individual that it's hurting but it's hurting whole families and then if they happen to lose somebody uh, you can imagine the, the, the fallout from that for, forever so again we have a lot of things to look at we have a lot of things to work on and this is what the government should be doing. We're identifying them and we're asking and pleading with them to help the people that need the help. Just put a stop to what's going on. Put as you know, like they're encouraging people to to to, to look at look at all the businesses that are closing down. Yeah. Look at the restaurants. Look at the pubs. Look at the hairdressers. Oh, when I walk up Patrick, when down. I walk up Patrick Street, it's it's becoming more just abandoned and derelict. But bonus by the week, yeah, absolutely. And they've, there are they are people then who have exhausted their savings and trying to keep their business open. And then when they finally have to close it, they're left with such nothing. And can you imagine their poor state of mind? Can you imagine their heart, their blood, sweat, and tears? Can you imagine all of that? They have so much to deal with in their heads. On top of the fact that they probably now have no money because of what's after happening to them and they've no income at all and then they have to prove that the, the business went bust they have to go and submit form after form interview after interview and they have to go and do all of that to try and get something coming into their home yeah and they need it today not in four weeks time our, our months time do you know a couple of months time yeah. because that's what actually happens to people so th then you're there and then take a look then like we'll just take for example a couple that have a business and then they have to 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look at the fallout for them in their home. Their children will be without, you know, they won't be able to lead the life that they had been living, which might have been just comfortable, but they were okay, they were getting by. So everything for everybody then in that household or in that composition just changes. There's usually not just an individual affected by a close of business, the family are affected too. Yeah. And then the suppliers are affected and, and then the suppliers then are losing somebody else another business, uh, you know, that they deliver to. So it is a ripple effect, but that ripple now is turning into a tsunami. It's like a cloak spreading over the country and it's growing and growing and people are just suffering too much. We don't have to have it, you know. We don't have to put up with it. We need to, all of us need to tell the government, oh, let's get this right like, and stop it. Well, it's, it's 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 fair and it's true to say Fine Gael have a, an appalling track record in relation to this sort of a situation, and, and that goes back decades. But now Fine Foil, and you've got to remember the two biggest parties in in, in the country are, mm-hmm. are now deciding on what should and should not happen. For example, we were promised two hundred euro for our electricity this month or last month, but. The, 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 the ESB now comes to the conclusion that they only owe the household 50 euro. Yes. Why, why, why can't the energy companies face up to this and say, if we change the way we're dealing with things at the minute, we can absorb the losses here. We can. But the, the people using the energy can't absorb. They can't. They can, and what, what, you know, people were getting 200 euros, mm. but they're getting bills of five and 600, yeah. which take the 200 off, will leave you 400 of a bill that you still owe. And maybe prior to all these increases and, 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 and all of this stuff, you might have only been paying 160, 170 a week. Yeah. So you're left with a bill of 400 or whatever figure it is. So you're still paying over the mark on what you can afford. So the 200 is just, it's lost at sea, really. It goes nowhere. Only And then the, the irony of the whole lot of it is that everybody getting the 200 means the people that are putting up these prices are getting it as well. 
Ken, th- 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 this tidal wave of anxiety that Katrina's talking about here, is, is this what's causing people... Is the anxiety freezing them to the point where they can't actually engage, you know, in, in the sense that they're so afraid to come forward to ask for help? They are so afraid to ask for help, Gareth, because, um, you know, when people look for help from certain charitable organizations, they send people out to evaluate or to assess a family's level of poverty. Now, I have no idea how you would assess a family's level of poverty. I asked that particular charity that question and they couldn't give me an answer to that, how they do that. And then they send the information for a meeting, which possibly takes place the following week, before a decision is made to help that family. Now, I think that's disgraceful. If a family contacts me today, um, and if they're brave enough to contact me today asking for help with food, I do my very best to try and get help to them on that day because they're not ringing me to tell me that they're going to be hungry uh, next week or the week after. If a family's contacting me, it means they're already there. And that's why we have what we call family rescue teams. If you are in, in whatever country and there's an earthquake and there's some people trapped under rubble, you rescue them. You don't ask them where they were going, what they were doing. You just rescue them. Mm-hmm. You talk later if necessary. And that's what we do. We rescue families from this, this, this poverty because they're hungry if they're, they're contacting us today. Um, but last night on, on, on RTE, it was, the, you know, the, they gave the figures of families in mortgage distress. And at the height of the recession or the, 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 when, when the, the financial crash came, there were 100,000 mortgages in distress. There are still 60,000 mortgages in distress in this country. And if you, you know, looking at Focus Ireland, if they say the average family is four people, well, then you're talking about 242 to 250,000 people that are affected by that. Most of those families are actually paying every single cent that they can just to keep the banks off their backs, just to stay out of the courts. And, you know, and that's where I actually came across this, um, found that there was food poverty out there, that people were actually experiencing food poverty. It was in these repossession courts. I used to go to just support people because they were going to these courts. Um, they were going in where barristers and judges were uh, and, and everyone else were going around in their black cloaks. It's a very intimidating yeah. place. And I remember that from my time on Garda Siakana, going to these courts. I was well used to going into courts. But these people were going into these places, probably never having set foot in a court before. And they were being treated like criminals Mm. for something that really wasn't their fault because they were forced to pay, you know, from job losses to job or to wage cuts to extra taxes, extra levies and extra charges. Everyone lost a lot of money. These people simply could not keep up their mortgage repayments on top of trying to repay the banks and bondholders and developers and speculators' debts as well. And we still have that, Gareth. That hasn't gone away. That is still here. But people are going hungry because they feel embarrassed about their situation. They're made to feel alone, and they're not alone. There are hundreds of thousands, and as I said, possibly a million people in this situation in this country, but you will never, ever hear any of that been spoken about in Leinster House. 
that, that just it just does not exist because if they did admit that it existed then they'd be admitting to failure so why are we tolerating the, the, the current government it, it's almost like as if we just let them get on with what they're doing we, we and we suffer a, you know i know that Sinn Féin there are no is, leaders is, is, here by the way no the, Sinn Féin no. is, is the the only opposition that's there now but back years ago we had Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael sniping at each other when one was in opposition, when the other was in government. That doesn't happen now. We have a static government that's mm-hmm. doing nothing, going nowhere. They're spending crazy money on crazy uh, things. You know, they're, they're spending millions on footpaths, on walkways, on cycleways, on arts theatres. Now, I know that people need entertainment, but Jesus, we, we need to get our priorities right. And our priorities in this country are far from right. Now, mm-hmm. we, we, we know that there are people homeless right now at the moment. In, in Offaly, um, for instance, because I'm a county councillor in Offaly as well, um, the intention between 2022 and 2026 is to build 463 social housing units. Right now, in Offaly, officially, between HAP and between people on the social housing list, there are 1,200 families on the social housing list. Now, the income threshold was risen from 25,000 to 30,000 only at the beginning of this year, which means there will possibly be 1,400 families, maybe 1,500 families. So therefore, there is no intention of finding a home for approximately 1,000 families in Offaly until after 2026. What are these people supposed to do? Where are they supposed to go? You have children living, um, sleeping in sleeping bags in the homes of, of friends, neighbours uh, and, and other family members. But nothing has been really done about this. The government will talk about it and trying to to, to do something about this situation, but that's all it is, is talk. A, a lot then, of money has been... Sorry, if I, if I could just... Go ahead, Katrina, yes. We talk, the government talk a lot about task forces. We are the task forces, like say Ken and myself and other people around that know exactly what's happening. We've got our finger on the pulse and maybe it's about time that they brought us in. Yeah, but is, isn't it a case of they know that you're there and you're doing your incredible work, so their attitude is, well, you'll, we'll just let them get on with it. Yeah, and that's, you see, it's not working. It hasn't worked for many, many years, and it's just getting worse and worse. Every area that the government seemed to delve into, besides the cycle lanes and stuff like that, are not successful. You so, see, Katrina, I, 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 I would say that, that um, the first thing that has to be done is that this problem has to be acknowledged, because the problem cannot be solved if it's not admitted to. This government will not admit that there is a problem like this, that food, no. that, that food poverty is affecting hundreds of thousands of people in Ireland. It cannot be solved if they don't actually stand up and admit that it exists. Mm-hmm. And, and you're both agreeing that the last 10 days have been very tough. And this is the first time, I think, in, in, very, very, in, very in my living memory. Because usually when we, when we get to the third week of January, things tend to start to improve. But it's getting worse. So what will the next 10 days be like? It's going to grow. 
And uh, what, what, what the government must realise as well, that all the volunteers that are working on the ground doing stuff like this are very, very hurt by what they come across, what they see, yeah. the people that they're helping. You know, we're only human as well. But we and we keep pleading, and our pleas fall in deaf ears. I, I I think they really must listen to the people that are crying out to them. They must listen to the to the volunteers on the ground, to to, to the other charities that are saying it's not working. Let's do something about it. But we we as we cannot do anything about it. We can ask the government to do something about it. But us asking and them not doing is getting the people that need this help nowhere. Yeah. So we have to have a solution, and we need it now, and we need it straight away. As Ken said, if somebody is hungry, they don't have to. They shouldn't have to wait a week for to be fed. And it's worth mentioning here as well that your volunteers, many of whom could be literally just, as it were, on the brink of something similar. I mean, they're they're Absolutely. ordinary citizens and human beings, and they can relate to exactly to what's going on in these homes. Yeah. In these homes, and we must we must remember yeah. that. In the blink of an eye, a person's life could change. There could yeah. be a death in the family. There could be an illness in the family. That, uh, like, it's not just all down to, you know, that can impoverish that family. Mm. So, uh, things, uh, unemployment, you know, they could lose a job, a business could close, and that could be the end of that for them. So, uh, it, lots of things contribute to, uh, to a person's hardship. It's not just defined by one thing. But what is clearly the message that's clearly out there is too many people are now hurting and too many people are going without food okay. and and some people are very very afraid to come forward they don't know how to do it how to approach it and i agree with ken on that completely they're they're just torn apart on the mm. inside and please you know? please if you're in this situation this morning come forward because that will, first of all, the anxiety will ease. You'll know you have positive, confidential support and things will improve. But if, if people stay in that state of anxiousness, that awful wave of anxiety, nothing's mm -hmm. going to change. No, nothing will change for them and the anxiety will grow and grow. We do just say to people, look, my number is 0851201742. Anybody wants to ring... And we do get to people, like Ken said, if not that day, the following day, we try to get there. But we have so many calls, you know, that it takes us all day, maybe even nighttime. At Christmas, we were going up to 11, 12 o'clock at night, mm. just trying to get to everybody. And, you know, you're looking at a huge amount of people. We don't just have five or six people in the corner that's hurting. We have people in every city, in every town, in every village, all across the country that are hurting. And the government will have to take notice. They, they were elected to look after, protect, and mind its people. And that's what they should yeah. be doing. Well, unfortunately, people would have said a couple of years ago, that's a joke, but it's gone beyond a joke now. And whatever they yeah. decide to do is... is, is uh, I, th I think people have given up generally on believing in their local politicians. Uh, th that would be my, my belief. Yeah, it, Katrina, thank you for taking time out to talk to us this morning. And I'll repeat that number. It's 085-120-1742. And uh, Ken Smolin, lovely to talk to you too, Ken. And, uh, you too, and th thank you very much, you. Gareth. And I, I, I'll just give you my mobile number. Too, and I, I do ask people to actually send a text if possible because mm -hmm. when I'm out on the road, I just can't answer the phone or when yeah. I'm packing bags. But I ask people to send a text to me on 085 
eight, nine, eight. And it doesn't matter what part of the country is, we'll find somebody to get to you. Yeah, okay. Thank you on that, on that note. Ken Smollin, uh, poverty campaigner, and that was based there on uh, an email Ken received from a family in Blarney. And as I mentioned, we're getting a lot of calls from Blarney residents who want to help this family, but we're now getting even more calls from around Cork City and Cork County, so uh, we'll, we'll follow up on that. Ken's number is 85 and Katrina Toomey, Cork Penny Dinners. Katrina's number is 085-120-1742. Cork's 96FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.